Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Magnolia Beef and Seminary has top quality beef products that are raised right here in Mississippi. They also have fantastic gifts for every age. For the best beef in Mississippi and so much more, visit Magnolia Beef and Seminary or find us on Facebook. This is Rebecca Turner and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio today. And don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app. Hope you've taken time to download that. And you can always find us, too, on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch us. We are on your computer, even your mobile device. You'll just take your browser over to supertalktv.com. And since the big game this weekend should be renamed the Mississippi Bowl, since I think we have the most, not per capita, just the most in general that will be on the field coming up Sunday, I feel like it'd be fun to have a little fun around Super Bowl talk. It is the one time, whether you watch Super Bowl or not, care about sports or whatever, you're just excited to like gather with some friends and watch something that everybody else is probably interested in. And if nothing else, and it's, it's an excuse to have chicken wings and make great appetizers. I feel like it's the only holiday. I know it's not a holiday, so don't hate me with that, but it's the only like, you know, annual gathering that's on the calendar where food is central and it's not like a meal. Like you don't really sit down to like, Turkey and dressing or steak and potato. Now, you may be making probably not turkey and dressing, but you may throw some steaks on or whatever for a smaller crowd. But in general or just sort of traditionally, the Super Bowl is sort of tailgate style in terms of whether it's at home. I'm sure you're not at the Super Bowl. If you are going, give us a shout. We'd love to talk to you, see about your experience or leading up to your experience. But, um, yeah, it's usually just more fingered foods. It's more snacking, which makes it stand apart from other, I guess, food-based holiday traditions. It's not really a holiday, but I don't know what to call it. I mean, it's annual, right? Yeah. It's not holiday. Annual gathering. Annual gathering. I wish it was a holiday. Maybe we get a day off of work uh, for it. Monday after Super Bowl would probably be nice. I'm sure there's some statistic out there where it's probably one of the more called-in sick days. It's right up there with after uh, spring forward. Is it? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, I'm sure your boss is smarter than you think. And so, but you can either, you know, not confirm nor deny that you are actually feeling under the weather that day. You may a little Super Bowl flu. A little Super Bowl flu. Um, just, you know, use it sparingly and be wise. But back to the food part. It's one of the best. It's one of the tastiest holidays. I think it's when people get excited about being invited and then immediately go, what can I bring? Because it, you get to do the fun stuff. None of it's healthy. Throw that out the window. I mean, if you want to do it, I guess you can. But it's usually centered around, you know, things that are just delicious. What are your go-to, like, have to have? Or what will you have? Really looking forward to some chicken wings. I haven't had wings in forever. Or do you prefer the wings or the drums? Wait, yes. 
I just prefer them to be... Are boneless? Uh, depends. Boneless is just really little chicken nuggets. So I've always thought that. Because it's not even the... It doesn't even look like the meat that comes off the chicken wing. That being said... Unless I'm going to like a wing establishment where they specialize in wings and they do a really good job, because I have so much facial hair, a lot of times if I'm eating out, I will get the boneless wings just because it's easier to not make a gigantic mess. But among friends at a Super Bowl party, give me the wing, give me the drummy, whatever. I'm going to eat it all. Have you seen, I think it went viral on TikTok, and I can't even replicate it now. Just as when you mentioned wings, the video popped up. That's where we are in our life. That's how my brain works now. And it's the it's the where they show you how to take the wing apart and, like, eat it without the bone. Like, get all the meat off. Oh, Some yeah, way you twist it and turn it. Yeah, everybody has their own unique way of doing it. And a lot of them are just overcomplicated for no reason. Well, how do you eat your wing? Uh, if it's the wing, if it's the whole, like if you get the whole, like the wing with the two bones. Yes, like well, if you get the, it's got the, yeah, the whole deal. You find the end that's squishy, mm-hmm. point that away from you, put it in your mouth, and pull, and the meat comes off. So you don't open it up and no. do it manually. And no. All, do you eat the, the little wing, like the little part on the, like sometimes on the end. The tip? Yeah, well, chew on it. Like, the, it's crunchy. Uh, I mean, no? if it's prepared, I will. Yeah. yeah. Well, sometimes people cut it off, sometimes they don't. It just it completely depends on who's preparing it and where it's at and where you do that. Do you I mean, if you're throwing a Super Bowl party where you got full wings, where you got the tip, the wing, and the drummy all still connected, and you cook them like that, and you got them sauced like that, hit me up. That's a heck of a Super Bowl party. <laughs> well, that's. I guess you may not be making that for large crowds. Because that can get, I guess, a little expensive these days. But if you're at home and you're making it for a smaller bunch, I mean, we usually have them, you know, sort of connected. You get to pull them apart and enjoy them and do the whole thing. Um, and that way, sauce, though. People are really funny about their sauces when it comes to their wings. It's because a lot of people fail to realize that buffalo sauce, like buffalo wings, mm-hmm. that's really just hot sauce and butter. That's all it is. So you can make that at home? Is that what oh, you're yeah. If you have a particular hot sauce that you just love, melt a little butter, mix your hot sauce in, boom, you got your own buffalo sauce. Really? Oh, yeah. I've never thought about that. And then you can kind of tailor it to your own uh, preference. You can make it as mild as you want it. You can make it as hot as you want it. You can do all kind of stuff. You can do the, what is it, the lemon pepper hot, mm-hmm. where you mix the lemon pepper and the hot. When... I think about buffalo sauce. I like my favorite is when you bring the buffalo um, dip, where it's like you've got the, you're using the buffalo sauce is what's giving it sort of flavor. But then it's basically I think just like cream cheese, <laughs> cream cheese. and I don't know probably some other forms of dairy in there melted together, and it makes like the some call it crack, some call it whatever. You can get the shredded chicken to add in into it too to sort of make it the chicken buffalo whatever dip. I could eat, I could, just me in a bag of Fritos, and I could care less what's on the TV. That would be, <laughs> that would, I'm I'm gravitating towards that probably all the time. Because again, when it comes to the Super Bowl, it's usually things you don't typically indulge in or have sort of all the time. Speaking of wings, it's estimated 1.25 billion chicken wings are eaten during the Super Bowl. That's a staggering number. That's a lot of chirp chirps that, you know. 
But hey, was it last year that there was the big couldn't find them? Oh, yeah. Chicken wings are just now starting to come down a little bit. But yeah, they've been way overpriced for way too long. Would this also be maybe like the first weekend some of you start to dust off your grills and it's like, okay, it's time to kind of like ease the cooking back outside. I know it depends on we're going to get another cold staff, all the things. Some of you probably cook on your grill regardless 12 months out of the year. You've got it where it's not necessarily out in the elements uh, to do the cooking like you would come late spring into actual summer season, which is by definition, more of the grilling season, which I know you can grill at any time. But it does feel yeah, like... I'm weird like that. Whereas if when it's really hot outside, I'd rather not be grilling. But when it's cold outside, yeah, let's fire up the grill. You know, that makes a, there's an argument there for that. Because standing next to a really hot grill when it's 100 degrees outside is not always the... The fun that it, you know, alludes to. I did that for a job when I was a teenager. I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> Unless, yeah, I guess you have it under the shade or whatever it may be. Some just do takeout. Do you find that kind of like a, I don't say a cop out. Well, that's what I was going to say is I had a bit of a brain fart this morning. I forgot that the Super Bowl is this weekend because I've had a hankering for tamales this whole week. I think I even but told you, you about a new it place? And I found place. a new place that I've been driving by all the, all the time and just didn't realize it was there until I turned my head and go, oh, tamales and then i had a hankering for tamales since ever since i looked over and saw it so i was sitting there thinking sunday is usually my day where i splurge a little bit eat out buy something nice that kind of thing and i was thinking man i guess i could do tamales on sunday i'll just i'll splurge and get a whole bunch of tamales on sunday i might have some left over to eat this wait a second it's the super bowl i'm not getting tamales for the super bowl why not i mean you could it's just i'm, I'm going for the wings you're going for the wings so you'll get yours out or will you cook them at home I will either cook them at home or go to a friend's place and cook them there. Or they may be cooking them. Gotcha. Kyle says we do hot legs, legs with the Louisiana hot sauce, more meat. Yeah, instead of the little drummies, you just get chicken legs. Oh. Which I guess if I really wanted to, to be the big man in charge, I do have a whole package of frozen chicken legs. I guess I could pull those out and do that. Flats and drummies are the two components, and it depends on the wing sauce because crystal wing sauce is not sauce and, and butter. I think you're talking about it's the red, it's the red hot, like the, I can see it, the one that has more of a texture. I mean, the texture. stereotypical buffalo sauce. Yes. like Is just hot sauce and, and melted butter. butter. Yeah, that you would definitely get in the whatever. And Frank's hot sauce would love to convince you that they are the buffalo flavor, but you can do it with any hot sauce. As long as you got the wings. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, before the Super Bowl, there was the Grammys. And even though there wasn't 14 that walked away, there was one that did. And we have her coming up next. Beat positive and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. 
listen to good things on supertalk.fm. You can also stream us live from the Supertalk app. And, of course, you can always find us on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And not this Sunday, but last Sunday, Mississippi found its way to the Grammy Awards. Delta State alumni was recognized for a recording Grammy winning album. And joining us to tell us a little bit more is Aldriana Johnson. Hey, Aldriana. Hi. Oh, congratulations, girlfriend. Thanks so much. <laughs> well, this has to be a whirlwind for you. I know it was super exciting. By the way, you look stunning on the red carpet there at the Grammy Awards. Tell us sort of your connection to the big win. Could you repeat that for me? Yeah. Tell us about your connection to the Urban the urban Hymnal, the album that won. How am I, you said how am I connected? Yes, ma'am. Um, I was the um, recording engineer um which is really cool which goes to show that there's a lot of things that goes on behind the scenes to create an album it's not always just the artists who make it a big success so when it comes to like engineering an album um Aldriana like walk us through a little bit of what that looks like what do you, what does that mean you do um a lot of times um it calls for um having to record multiple times to get the perfect take uh, but also not deleting anything because you might, you know, might need it. Or um, sometimes, um, let's see, it, it really depends on the song, too. Um, with this being a marching band, of course, it took a lot longer. Um, we recorded over 200 students. So uh, it was a pretty long process, and once all of the recordings uh, were done with the horn line, we would go record, you know, the artists, and after production is done, you go into mixing and mastering. Sounds like a lot of work, and it sounds like a lot of people enjoyed it. The the product obviously caught the attention of those that, you know, mattered, at least in the terms of voting for the Grammys, because the actual album, the Urban Hymnal, from the Tennessee State University's Aristocrat of Bands, they won the Best Roots Gospel album, which I think is really cool. But you got your roots or got your started, I guess, in education when it came to music uh, management or engineering there at Delta State. When were you a student at Delta State? Um, actually, I became a student at Delta State in 2012. Um, I was a nursing student, so I I was a nursing major for three years, and I had actually left Delta State for a year, and I came back to do music. Um, previously, uh, I I had actually started recording myself around the age of 12, so I had already pretty much had some experience with recording. But um, going to the DMI, it definitely it, it broadened my um, understanding of what I was doing, and it made me a lot better. Well, that's uh, quite a career shift, going from nursing to a music major and then finding yourself as a Grammy Award-winning you know, engineer or for an album that won uh, the Grammy. So in terms of your – did DMI, were they able to teach you how to engineer? Was that kind of like your course load, or was that something you just sort of learned, you know, going, th- going through the uh, motions? Um, it was 
Um, initially, um, I went to the BMI to learn how to record myself, um, because I myself am an artist. Um, I, even with, within the program, um, I ended up switching over. I did audio engineering for two years, and I switched over to business. So I actually uh, received my degree in the business part rather than audio engineering. But with the program, we are required to take other parts of the program. Like, for instance, as an audio engineering student, I still had to take business classes. So it was kind of – I had the um, – the best of both worlds, you can say, and um, under Travis Calvin, I definitely I learned how to record more properly and mix and master more properly. Which obviously you were able to utilize those skills for when you got the opportunity to work uh, with the aristocrat of bands there at the Tennessee State University. So how did you find out about the potential Grammy? I mean, you obviously got the invitation to go there that night of. When did you find out that your work may have been, um, was up for an award? Um, I believe it was in November when we found out that we were nominated um, it was it was very exciting uh, and nerve-wracking <laughs> at the same time because we had put in so much work to get the album done and to, you know, get people to start paying attention to HBCUs. Absolutely. So it was, it was breathtaking and awarding. It, it felt victorious. So it was. I mean, you walked away, you guys were a winner. What was it like finding out you won the Grammy? Or your project won the Grammy. Um, it was it was amazing, honestly. Um, it felt as though we were crossing the finish line. You know, you're a runner and you've been running this race, and finally you get across the line. So it's like you're tired, but it's victorious at the same time. So it was worth it. If we wanted to listen to the album, the Urban Hymnal, how would we go about doing that, Adriana? Um, it's on all streaming platforms, um, YouTube, Apple Music, uh, Spotify. It's, it's pretty much everywhere. And how about your own music? You mentioned you're an artist yourself. How would you describe yourself as a singer or a songwriter, or where can we find some of your work? Um, you can find some of my work on YouTube um, under Audrey. Um, I'm actually um, working on rebranding myself as an artist, but the music that I do have out is more so like it's very inspirational. It's like gospel route, which is the lane I'm pretty much going to stick in, but it will be a little different this time around. Oh, that's very interesting. I know my daughter would probably really enjoy uh, listening to that as well. Do you come back and visit DMI often or your or your fellows there at Delta State? Um, I plan to. I don't visit as often as I'd like, but I do talk to a lot of my friends there, and I, I try to stay in touch. What well, is Grenada's home for you, correct, Aldriana? Um, it's, um, well, actually, Gulfport is home for me, but I, I still visit Grenada a lot. 
Well, you can just, you know what? All of Mississippi accepts you, Audriana. You're from the top to the bottom <laughs> and everywhere in between. And we're just so proud to see a Mississippian win a Grammy for such great work. And then also highlighting, you know, the good opportunity there at Delta State through the DMI program. So if you've got anyone listening that's got kids interested in the music business or likes to play around, you know, with music and engineering on their iPhone or whatever it may be, garage band, uh, what do you say about you know, looking there as an opportunity for further education? Um, well, personally speaking, um, I can speak from my, my experience from the DMI. Um, they have definitely given me several opportunities. Um, I've been an all-star band member, so I was able to actually go and perform on top of the Grammy Museum in the year 2017. Um, the year before that, I had the opportunity to go to the White House um, to visit, and it's just a lot of opportunities that they have. And they, we also, the DMI also has some of the best recording gear there. So I would advise anyone who is looking to go forth in the in the music business to go to school there. And take advantage of the opportunities that, that they give. Well, Aldriana, are you going to come back to good things when you win your second Grammy or your second project wins a Grammy? You're always welcome back. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Well, good luck to you, girl. Again, congratulations. You look stunning on the red carpet. Super jealous, but I hope it was a, you know, not a, not a once in a lifetime event for you. So you keep in touch, okay? Thanks so much. All righty, you guys stick with us. We got movies with Tanya coming up next. is kind love is all we really got never fails never leaves faith open love and the greatest of these hey! is love Becca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. watch good things we're on computer your mobile device just head on over to supertalktv.com before you head to the movies we got to talk with tanya she's in because it's friday here so what's happening on the big screen this weekend well we've got some exciting developments for valentine's day so breaking just news thinking ahead if you want to go I, I know a lot of people will do their valentine dating this, this weekend. weekend yep 
And so it is the anniversary of Titanic. Oh, that's right. So it's back. So, you know, I thought it would be fun to to think back to when it really came out back uh-huh. in 98. Um, that was my first date. Really? My mother let me ride in the vehicle to the movies. Oh, the wow. What a memory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it ended about as well as the, as the, as the movie. <laughs> Did you let him get on your door? Uh, no. Like, <laughs> that came out weird. No. <laughs> but um, anyway, so yeah, so I went to the theater and saw it three times. Yeah. So I will admit I loved it. My daughter has a fascination with it. She's never seen the actual movie, but she has a fascination with the Titanic. She's made a Lego set. It's just kind of, we went in uh, Tennessee, what is it, in um, where they have the Titanic Museum there and Oh, now I can't think of the name of it, but uh, but yeah. So she she loves the idea of the story. Anyway, yeah, it's I mean it's a, obviously a great story because it cleaned house at the Oscars that mm-hmm. next year. Um, you know, it got best picture, best director, which are the two biggies, and then um, Kate Winslet was nominated for an Oscar she didn't win. A uh, Gloria Stewart, the infamous old lady. <laughs> That throws that diamond necklace in the ocean everybody's upset about. You know, today people still talk about that, the sound she made when she threw it, and, of course, the door. Of course, the door. And like, there's been, like, Mythbusters even has picked yeah. up to sort of see if there would have been room on the dang door. Yeah, yeah well, and Leonardo right now is on, you know, doing the... Um, all kinds of press for his movie Babylon, and he's getting asked about it, you know. So they finally... I mean, he, I think, said that maybe he thinks he could have gotten on there, but I don't know. <laughs> but it's uh, just a great one. Of course, it is a three-hour movie, so you've got to have a little bit of time to invest in it. Um, also, new this weekend, maybe Valentine's. It's not my kind of movie. Uh, it's Magic Mike, The Last Dance, which I believe is the third. I am not a big Channing Tatum fan. I mean, I like him fine, but this just isn't my jam. So I get it. it, it I would say it's probably more of a girls' night out movie than Be a, a Valentine's Day first date. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, you know, I feel safe to say if you saw Unless the you first one, you feel very confident in yourself, shirtless. <laughs> <laughs> if you saw the first one or the second one and liked them, I think you'll be fine to go see this one um, and then the last one is actually one that is streaming and it's in some theaters um, it's called your place or mine and it is reese witherspoon and um it's the story about ashton kutcher's the other uh star but so you know the holiday where two people swap houses for a week but they don't know each other, and they just kind of, you know, learn each other's friends and, of course, fall in love. Well, this one, they swap places for a week. Um, it's because she has to go to where he lives for work, and her babysitter falls through last minute. So he says, you just stay at my place. I'll come to yours and take care of your son. And that's how it starts. So they're really close friends. Um, but of course, they are the secretly in love. Yes. Um, no spoilers. I mean, you can figure that one the out pretty on fast. Yeah. The yeah. <laughs> but it's cute. I watched it this morning, and 
it um I think it's probably a good one to stream at home, but it's sweet and of course Reese Witherspoon. I mean anything she's in's always fun to watch. So I think if you're having a date night in this weekend for Valentine's or even Valentine's night if you're staying in, I think that's a great one to check out. Oh, I think I, I might I would stream that one. Yeah, yeah. For sure. And I believe it was PG thirteen. So, um, a which couple, means it's rated R. Yeah, a <laughs> couple of other good ones um, that are still out there. If you are trying to catch up, that I feel like are kind of romantic or has romantic elements. Uh, Avatar: The Way of Water, I think, is a very uh, is a good love story. Um, the other one that's still out there is Knock at the Door. I mean, Knock at the Cabin, but mm-hmm. um, that one would be if you are mad and. You know, you are protesting Valentine's Day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the last thing is, you know, I was writing down my favorite romantic movies that you can find these. You can rent them. You can stream them. Um, But my top two are both Jane based on Jane Austen movies. I mean, novels, uh, Pride and Prejudice. And there's like three versions and every one of them's good. One of them's got Colin Firth. That one's probably my favorite because I think that was a mini series. So it's like, you know, three or four hours. Uh, and then Sense and Sensibility is my numero uno. I mean, I, I could watch that, that every Who's day. Um, Emma Thompson, Kate Winslet. So good. Hugh Grant. Oh, I, I mean, you. there was a point in my life that I had the whole thing memorized. I, I watched it so many times. <laughs> and now even, you know, if I'm flipping channels and it's on, I'm watching it, you know, or it's going to be background noise at least. Uh, and then a couple of good ones, uh, Nicholas Spark books that are made into movies that are super po- uh, popular. The Notebook. Yeah. And A Walk to Remember. Both cry. Like, I don't want to watch something that's going to make me cry. I know. (laughs) But those are good romantic movies. Of course, um, Ghost. On yeah. Dirty Dancing. Those are classics. Pretty Woman, I thought, was a one that's worth checking out if you have never seen it or just looking for something fun to watch. Um, And, of course, Notting Hill. Uh, Taking it old school, you've got Mail. That was one of the first Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan big hits that's uh, fun to watch. And, of course, Bridget Jones's Diary. Um, those were some I just jotted down. Wasn't there a second one to that that didn't go as well? Yeah, there. Were, I think there were actually three. Um, I can't. Yeah, I'm thinking there were three. And the last that- one did not do very well as far as rating, I mean, reviews or the box office, but I thought it was hilarious. There's a scene where she is having a baby, and well, that'll kill the romance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I have never laughed so hard at at that scene. You know, her trying to get to the hospital. It feels like the I guess rom coms, the romantic movies, they're kind of making a, they're a little bit of a comeback. Yeah, I mean, there was a time where it was like saturated with them. And then, you know, Matthew McConaughey decided to do something different. So there was no leading man for all of them. <laughs> or he decided to. Well, that's part and part of his uh, memoir, The Green Light. He talks about walking away from romantic movies. And he literally, his career kind of went dry for a, for a while until they realized he wasn't coming back. And then you kind of feel like nobody else stepped into that role because, man, he was turning them out. Yeah. 
for you know for a while, but it feels like they're they're slowly making their way back. Yeah, I think so again. too. You know, I feel like the one that just came out with Julia Roberts and George Clooney, the names escaping me, was the first like true and romantic comedy Peacock. in a while. And it's on Peacock, which I don't. It's one of the few I don't I don't have, and so. But I, I would love to see that one. Ticket to Paradise. Ticket yes. to Paradise. And Bobby and Batesville says Sleepless in Seattle. Oh that's yeah, a good that's one. a really good one. Yeah, I've, I've always thought that one was uh, was really uh, sweet as well. Rana, I, I still maintain the most guy friendly rom com, aka chick flick, is Wimbledon. Oh yeah, that's a good one. What because it's a sports movie and a chick flick all in one. How many times have you you used that one on a on a date uh, night? Several times. <laughs> you know what? You want to watch something? I got something. We'll <laughs> you know that's really good though for for guys to have one up their sleeve if it's like you know you can uh, get a movie that everybody's going to enjoy and then you get the bonus points for picking. A good, you know, a good movie that's not, you know, I guess, knock at the door. Yeah. How's it doing in ratings? I think it's doing good. That's sad. Yeah. It beat out Avatar this past Did week. Did it? Yeah. Absolutely. What is wrong with America? <laughs> well, Avatar's been out long enough. I think most people have seen it if they're going. So, what are, it, are the reviews mixed at all? You know, I really haven't heard much about it. I think that's one of the highly speechless. Everybody's tight-lipped because they don't want to spoil anything. Oh, you don't have to spoil nothing. It's a knock yeah. at the door <laughs> in the cabin, and then it doesn't end well for probably whoever's in there. Yeah, <laughs> and so I just why? What? Well, what's coming up? So, what's the next? You got what? Memorial? Not Memorial Day? Is it Memorial Day? Which one's in Labor Day? No. Which one comes first? Yeah, Memorial Day is coming up, but the biggest new, I mean, the next big one is going to be the new Ant-Man. Oh, that's right. And that's next weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. But I was thinking Blockbuster would be Memorial Summer. And it's not quite summer yet. Stop rushing the year away, Rebecca. It's going to go fast fast enough. And your perfect song to take us out. So if you want to go see Titanic, it's in just this weekend. Yeah, I think it's through the week. Oh, through the week. Yeah. All right, go back and relive relive those memories. 1998. Wow. All right, stick with us. We got more for you coming up next. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Listen to good things. Don't forget, we are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. And of course, we're always on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. Hey, Middays with Gerard Gibbert will be at Carter George on High Street in downtown Jackson on Valentine's Day. So if you have pushed that, push it a little bit further and come down. When you draw a Hershey kiss, you can receive an extra 
discounts of up to 30% off towards your purchase of all jewelry in the store. Plus, each purchase comes with a half dozen roses during this massive clearance sale. So it's always a good time there. Way to get something nice if you need to get out of the doghouse or keep you from getting in the doghouse. Um, either way, have you ever gotten jewelry from a like from a from a from a female? <laughs> no. Has a girlfriend or I guess a female ever bought you jewelry? Mm, if they did, they're pretty angry at me now because it's not ringing a bell. No, I don't remember ever getting jewelry from a girl. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. It's just not as common. No, nowhere near. Well, usually, dude jewelry, though, is a little bit more expensive because it's usually a bigger, chunkier... Um, it's just more metal involved. It's just more metal involved. More, I guess, watches. I bought my husband one or two nice watches over over the years for certain things. I don't know if it's Valentine's, but different different scenarios, but never like jewelry. Just not your style, huh? Not really. You'd rather the chocolates. <laughs> you hear that, ladies? Don't buy Rhino jewelry. <laughs> gonna look at you like you're sideways. You know, if you haven't had an opportunity to get those Morgan Wallen tickets that your loved one wanted, I can't tell you you have them by Valentine's Day, but you can put in your card, hey, honey, I entered... <laughs> I entered us to win some tickets. You better have something else, too. But <laughs> It's the thought, you know, it's the thought that counts. There's Here's hoping to, you know, it coming through. Although if you're later in years and you've been with your lover for 50-odd years or something, that might be a funny Valentine's. It would, I know you really like Morgan Wallen, and here's to Jesus. Here's two chances. Here's two chances for us to 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 get the tickets, to get two sweet seat tickets there, uh, thanks to Super Talk and all of its sponsors. And all you have to do to register is to go and put your name and in the slot. And you can do that on site at places like Exhaust Pro in Macomb, Cobalt Boutique in Columbus, Scruggs Farm and Garden in Tupelo. There's plenty of more places for you to go at supertalk.fm slash Morgan Wallen. There's a full list of registration locations. It's all over the state, so there's no excuse. There's somewhere near you if you're interested. And the concert is April the 23rd. That's a Sunday night. And it's going to be at Vault Hemingway Stadium. And so the tickets are brought to you by First South Farm Credit, King's Daughter Medical Center, Jumpstart Test Prep, and Toyota of Rookhaven. So there you go. Apparently I'm not alone on the C Spire text line. Keith and JS, the only jewelry I've ever gotten from a female is my wedding band. I agree. James in Hattiesburg says, my girlfriend in sixth grade got me a friendship bracelet. I hated it. Well, I mean, some dudes are into... Into it? I don't know. But then... At one time, like, gold necklaces and things were a thing. Oh, yeah. But I would just buy that for myself. I don't... I mean... Mike from Grand Bay, more on your side. Mike says, my wife took my mom's diamond from her wedding ring and made a ring for me. Oh, that's kind of cool. I mean, there's different ways to do it if it's got if it's got meaning to it. I mean, there are less men who wear other rings besides their wedding band. Not not none of them do. There are some that that um, enjoy that. I mean, obviously, if you've won something, but I guess you really don't wear those rings necessarily. Yes, unless around. you're a pirate and you have the gold hoop. I don't, you know, do, do, Which, do you know, actually you probably don't know what the history of the pirates with earrings? No, that I was don't in, know. That was in case they got kicked off the boat or left behind. They would have something of precious metal they could barter to get home. Really? Oh yeah. Hmm. 
There you go. Always on their person. Do do boys still get their ears pierced? Is that still like a thing? I mean, I was always threatened if I came home with my ears pierced, they'd get pulled out. Well, they're not in the correct way. That was that was definitely a '90s trend for sure. I feel like so. My wife got me this years ago. My favorite item ever. I'm gonna assure it was. Some jewelry of some kind. I'm overjoyed if I get lucky enough to get a watch. Other jewelry, not so much Lee and Gulfport watch. But, you know, watches are, they can be expensive items. Oh, yeah. They can get right up there with all they kinds of diamonds. They can be as expensive as and, small yachts. And all the things. Especially if you get into the um, the limited runs where they only make a certain, like, there's a Patek Philippe or whatever is a brand that comes to mind that makes watches where they only make like 3,000 of them a piece and they all cost six figures. Dale says he received a tongue ring before. Dale, this is a family show. (laughs) That seems like a very odd gift. I hope you were in college and it was in your wilder years. But hey, look, you do you. As long as you and your boo are happy on Valentine's Day, that's all that matters. But stick with us. we got more for you coming up next with the boys from 3 to 6 with Sports Talk. Rhino and I will meet you back here on Monday at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.